Before we start this week's episode, we just wanted to bring a few things to light and give a few shout outs out there. Uh, yeah, as most of you know, Nashville and the surrounding area was hit by several tornadoes early Tuesday morning this past week. The storm struck seemingly out of nowhere, causing a massive amount of damage and multiple fatalities. Only two here in Davidson County, but many more in surrounding counties. After the initial shock of that Tuesday morning getting up and seeing what all the devastation, residents of East Nashville neighborhood and all the other neighborhoods that were affected jumped in and started helping out and doing strange, you know, getting stuff out of people's yards, helping strangers, helping anybody they could anywhere they can. It was an amazing thing to see. We've also seen businesses go above and beyond um, and support people in the community. Uh, I know that like Tailgate Brewery is volunteering to hire people that were working at restaurants that got displaced um, because those restaurants received so much damage, they're not open. So they're hiring anybody to just come in and work shifts, which I think is awesome because as somebody that worked in the food industry for a long time, I know how important those shifts are and you become, you end up relying on them. And if you don't have them, then, you know, maybe you didn't have a nice little nest egg to fall back on because you're so, you know, you're so used to working shift to shift. And it's also pretty really, I mean, it's insane to see the support that has uh, grown in our community. And it's not only the people that are getting out of their houses that weren't affected by these tornadoes to do anything. And that's sweep up. You know, you hear these stories of kids making thousands of sandwiches for volunteer workers and people that were displaced from their homes. Um, you know, you see stories like Edley's Barbecue knew that they weren't going to be open in East Nashville. So they took all their food and they cooked it out front in their, you know, devastated parking lot and they were just giving it out. Yeah. Um, Mainstay did that, you know, down on Fifth and Main, uh, the grilled cheesery. And, and we're mainly talking about East Nashville here because that is, you know, a, a big neighborhood. But yeah. Um, I've heard stories of famous Dave's, you know, that big chain that goes into, they went into North Nashville and they fed everybody in the community. Um, you know, the Titans are involved and so many people are donating to this cause. We just want to bring that to light and say, you know, thank you. We haven't seen this since 2010 and that was a flood. Yeah. And I want to say like, I wasn't here when the flood happened in 2010, so I didn't get to, I didn't experience any of the aftermath of that, but seeing the aftermath of this, seeing the devastation and, you know, just seeing everybody just 100% jump in to help their neighbor. Like, I, I don't know. It's refreshing. It's like, Divided and weird as this country can be sometimes, just to see everybody get on the same page is, I, it, it's, it leaves me like speechless a little bit. Like, I don't know what to say. You know, it's like, finally, there's actually still good stuff going on. Absolutely. And I used to look at these murals that we have and, you know, I see these, I believe in Nashville murals all over the place for the last 10 years. Yeah. And I was here for the flood. I knew why they came about. And then I kind of thought they were stupid. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought they were stupid. But now, after what we have seen in only a week's time, um, that mural is everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is because it's not Nashville as the city, it's the community. It's everybody that is coming and helping and donating and doing everything. And speaking of that, we just want to give you, you know, obviously you've heard out there, but if you haven't, 
Um, there's a couple of places that you can donate. The main one for tornado relief is the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. Um, I know there are tons of businesses, you know, bars donating a dollar for every drink sold, places that are, you know, donating certain amount of monies for every tour that they give or uh, every, you know, meal that they serve. And that is a big thing. So if you want to donate money, which is very needed in our community right now, um, it, it's the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. And if you're wanting to de- donate some of your time and help with cleanup or anything like that, um, everybody's going through hands-on Nashville. I think they're kind of spearheading the organization of these volunteers. Um, so, you know, instead of just trying to go out and start picking stuff up randomly, get in touch with some of these people and they know where you're needed the most. That's true. And this is going to take a long time. It's not something that you can get out in a week's time and say, you know, I did something great. Even though if that's the only time you have to spend, thank you for that. But this is going to take months and years potentially Um, so if there's any opportunity that arises for you to go help, please do. That is what makes this place special. And we constantly say on this podcast, we live in the greatest city on earth. And this is, uh, without a doubt, uh, an example of that. And, um, it's not just the neon signs and the honky tonks and the, in the live music that we have. It is the community that steps up and steps in when we get knocked down. Um, because, you know, in another few years, we're going to be right back at it. Um, yeah. So I want to just say too, like in this episode that you're getting ready to listen to, we do some of our, we pick some of our favorite places in town. I won't spoil too much, but we do call out Boom Boss Pizza as one of like our family favorite places to go with our families and stuff like that, which was destroyed in this tornado. So we're not cutting that out. We're leaving it in there. Hopefully they will be able to reopen. And if not, hell, we had a, we had a great run there. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, playground is still standing, so hopefully okay. they don't get rid of that at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with all of that said, we hope you enjoy this week's episode of Raising Nashville. Yeah, on to listening to us say dumb stuff. <laughs> Raising Nashville. Welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juice box. I'm old boy. And guys, I have to say, it has been a long, strange trip over the last year of this podcast. Damn, it's been a year? It has been one year to the week that we have been recording these episodes and putting them out for the ear candy of our listenership. It's pretty man. crazy to think about. Yeah. yeah. You should have told me earlier, man. I would have prepared. Wait, you didn't realize that this was the year episode? Our, our annual episode? Anniversary. Anniversary. This is our anniversary. That, no, well, there's <laughs> why I forgot. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've stuck with this podcast for longer than I stuck with most jobs in my 20s. <laughs> I've stuck with this podcast more than many girlfriends I've had ever in my life. Lots of commitments. Yeah, Broken. That is. <laughs> I've looked at you guys every week for 52 of them. Yeah, I wish you wouldn't do that. <laughs> I try not to. Eye contact is a big thing in this room <laughs> that we try not to make with each other because it just turns out into turmoil. It gets weird. It it's, does. It's just now kind of sinking in also like 
editing the podcast how much I've listened to you guys talk directly into my ears. Ooh. Like it's more than my wife. It's more That's than true. It's more than anybody else in my life, probably. Most people say that you spend more time at your job with your fellow employees than you do with your own family. And I, I don't feel yeah. that way with you guys. <laughs> but at least it's only about an hour a week. Yeah, for us. But Juicebox is right. He's got a few. He adds a few hours. I gotta of listen that. to the dumbass shit that you guys say for fucking hours. Right on repeat. But it's all right. I mean, uh, I, I enjoy doing it. That's why. We, that's why we've lasted for a year. True. And, <laughs> Very true. And the premise of this podcast was built on the fact that you know we wanted to put something out there that was relevant to us, which is three dads that constantly go through the trials and tribulations of raising children Mm -hmm. from the dad's perspective. Right. Can I just say, I just want to jump in real quick to add to that. Our last episode was about uh, the terrible twos, or I'm sorry, two episodes ago about the terrible twos. Literally, I feel like the day after we recorded that podcast, our kid just kicked into that. Like, <laughs> I, I, it was like he listened to that episode. He heard the episode. Like, All right, yeah, here we go. He's like, it's time. I heard and you got tell- way more defiant the next day. <laughs> I heard you in there talking about me, so I thought you know I'd yeah. show up. And that's what we do on raising Nashville. Is we we want to give you not only the joys but the headaches of raising children. <laughs> And there, and and I say that, and we go back to let's go back really quick. Episode one was on a very controversial topic for parents: whether or whether to not spank your children. Spank, yeah, yeah. that's what we came out with. Like, what, right, right, what right. were we thinking? Right out of the gate, where do you right. go from there? But like, the good news is, we followed that up. As we said, we were also cover uh, Nashville-related topics. We followed that up with the rise and fall of Opryland, which is big to Nashville, and then we followed that one up. With the Fire Festival, right, which could be one of my favorite episodes that we've ever recorded. It's really it's funny, but it's also awkward because we really cover up the word dingaling because <laughs> we felt like the word dingaling was offensive. Correct. That's before we took this thing completely off the rails. Are you going to cut out when I say dingaling? But dingaling, we'll see. So we've done everything on this podcast from. The trilogy we put out to when you found out you were having a kid, to when you went to the hospital to have the kid, to when you got home with the kid. Yep. We've done all kinds movies filmed in Nashville. We've done... Children's books. Conspiracies. Vaccines. We've talked about people not vaccinating their kids, which, goddamn, I mean... Yeah. Not it's- completely relevant right now in that sense but still just disease like is very front and center in everybody's mind no doubt sure we've done uh bullying we've done bullying we've done choosing a school for your children we've done we've talked about what you would do if your kid came home dressed in icp makeup (laughs) that's also back to episode one We've covered Jack Daniels. We did an entire month on horror and right. everything from uh, haunted houses in Nashville to our favorite slashers to the Bell Witch. Trick or treating, Bell Witch. Trick or treating. We, we've done so much. We we've covered Pokemon on this podcast. You're right. It's still my favorite title of a podcast. <laughs> We've done a lot of things. Therefore, for our one-year anniversary, what we want to bring to our loyal listenership who has built over the 
last 12 months of this existence. And thank you so much for everything that you do for this podcast, which means you listen. And Mm -hmm. that is all that matters to us. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) So because of that... This week, we want to do something very, very, very special for our one-year anniversary. And I know many of you out there, Nashvillians and people who have moved to Nashville on a daily basis, if you know the Nashville scene, they put out their probably most coveted uh, issue every year, which is called the Best of Nashville. And this, it's voted on by Nashvillians, it's ranked. And it is put out in their their magazine, which really is the lifeblood of a lot of businesses here in Nashville, which is the best of. And it mm-hmm. covers everything from the best masseuse in Nashville, the best barbecue, the best music venue, the best you know band, the best politician, everything that you can think of, they rank. And what we want to do this week on Raising Nashville Podcast is we want to create our own best of. Yeah. Here's why. Because we have put out... If I'm not mistaken, 47 episodes Yep, covering everything from what we talked about before. We want to bring back some of those episodes and we want to rank things that we've talked about in the past, yeah. as well as provide a couple of things from the dad's perspective on our best of. So this week, what I did was I, I tasked uh, Old Boy and Juicebox with a couple of uh, categories And we're going to go through these categories this week, and we're going to rank our top three and see where they fall in line with each other. Because we all know that these are two local Nashvillians and a transplant. So we get three different perspectives, because God knows that old boy and I have complete opposite views on everything in life. (laughs) I'm working on them, y'all. That's okay. So we want to find where some of these things rank. And without further ado, we are just going to get into it. Okay. What is Nashville's best hot chicken? So let's go back to 2019, episode 31, Revenge is a Dish Best Served Hot, where we brought in some of the Nashville's best hot chicken mm-hmm. into this room, and we sweated through it, and we suffered through it. And there was a lot of chewing going yeah, on. I was going to say, our listenership probably suffered through that. <laughs> if anybody has that, uh, what is it? Is it misophonia or whatever? That people, if like, they can't hear oh, people yeah. chewing or they'll just like lose it. Probably yes. ran off the road. If you have that, <laughs> don't revisit. But if you really want to hear us suffer, go back to episode 31 and check out our hot chicken episode. But let's go ahead for our listenership out there. Best of hot chicken. The way we're going to do this on this episode today is we're going to go three, two, one, everybody to see how they align. For best hot chicken, I'm going to let old boy kick us off. Okay. So I actually tried some different hot chicken after this episode, and KFC surprisingly. Um, it, it, Fuck it, you. Okay. You're right. I did not go to KFC. <laughs> I'm going to say Prince's. Bolton's and then Pepper Fire is my number one. Pepper Fire came in first. Yep. All right. I'm a fan. I am going Hattie B's third, Pepper Fire two, Bolton's number one. Mm. You are, have ranking Bolton's number one because you physically went there. I, yeah, I think I feel like that's way in it. But hey, that that's fine. You that's know, whatever. That's ways that uh, goes into the whole experience. Yeah, that's true. Um, I went just the same rating I think I had on that episode. Bolton's three, Prince's two, Pepper Fire one. 
All right. So if we were ranking here, I think Pepper Fire wins. Yep. Best hot chicken in Nashville. Yeah. And I would completely agree. And I want to tell our listenership out there that if you have been in East Nashville and you have driven on Gallatin Road and you have noticed that Pepper Fire no, is no longer there, don't be discouraged because in about two weeks, Pepper Fire will be opening its new location right outside of Marathon Village. Um, over there in the kind of, what is that? Yeah, Marathon the Village. Marathon Village, yeah. yeah. So Pepperfire is getting a new location. They're getting a brand new building. Um, they're sitting there right in front of Marathon Music Works, Nelson's Greenbrier Distillery, um, the Big Bang Candy Company, and what else? It's uh, our Antique Archaeology, the guys who do uh, American Pickers. Yeah. They have that store over there. Right. I think Pepperfire is doing good for themselves if they've located there. All right, so next thing is we are going to go back to an episode that we titled RAR. And if you haven't... Is that how you pronounce that? I would say it's more like RAR. RAR. But RAR is, uh, <laughs> I guess, pronunciation-wise. If you haven't picked on it by now, we did an episode where we took a field trip as families of Raising Nashville podcasts. We went to the zoo. Um, if you go back and revisit that episode, I was extremely late to our meetup. <laughs> Uh, so was my family. I uh, was very apologetic about it on the podcast. Was yeah, I not? Well, I've, actually, I forgot about it until you just brought it up. Yeah, <laughs> okay. you were. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to rank the top three attractions at the Nashville Zoo. Um, and let's just continue this uh, this this line. Okay. The number three, I still really like those guinea pigs, man. I, I They're cute. I just kind of dig them. I feel you too. And the last time I went, Barrett was like super digging and like watching them. Yeah. I think they're uh, cute and cuddly looking. Next is going to be the mountain lion because I've only really seen that mountain lion once and um, I like elusivity. There's, there's a mountain lion there? Correct. Yeah, there's a mountain what? Lion. Yeah, there's a, exactly. There is a mountain lion there. I don't I'm, believe this. You got to pay extra to see the mountain lion? Mm, you need to walk with your eyes open, man. And <laughs> I then, mean, I've been there several times. I don't remember the mountain lion. There's a mountain lion. He's, uh, you have to walk across a bridge, and that motherfucker never comes out. Huh. And I've only seen him once, and it's like, there. You're not thinking of the tiger, right? No, tiger's new, T- okay. newish, I guess. All right, so. And he looks sad and dude, he, it's always asleep by the glass, like just right it's, there, like not doing anything. Yeah, just wore out, like he had just been out clubbing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and number one is the gibbons, man. Do you, you mean me, monkeys? Do you need me to explain that? I don't. What a gibbon but is? apparently on that episode I did because I'd never heard the word gibbon in my life. It's okay. Um, the, the monkeys. The first thing that you encounter. Okay, so for me, uh, number three is the uh, little lorikeet area. I feel like maybe it has a different yeah, yeah. name or something, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like the, the little enclosed area where you can buy like the um, nectar for them to eat. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. That, that's a great. Number two, I wrote down a bunch of things, but uh, I, I like the lizard and fish <laughs> exhibit. The inside? The, the, inside the air conditioning? Yeah, the air conditioning. <laughs> but I think that one's pretty cool too, and it's a nice little break. And then, uh, see, I also really like the Gibbons, but I feel like uh, Meerkats is up there, too. Our kid loves looking at the Likes Meerkats. So I'm, that's my number one. The Meerkats is the, what is that, the uh, Lion King? Yeah, I guess. It's like the African version of a prairie dog. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll agree with that. Um, so I went straight. Uh, number three comes in at Pink Giraffes, a.k.a. Oh, yeah. uh, 
about that. Samantha, who is old boy's daughter, uh-huh. it's her favorite exhibit, is it not? Or it, I, you I, just convinced? I, well, since she's been born, I, keep, I always call them pink giraffes, and okay. she likes to correct So me. the last exhibit at the zoo, the Nashville Zoo at Grasmere, is the... Flamingos. Flamingos. And uh, we call them pink giraffes around here on Raising Nashville. Number two for me was the rhinos. I had never seen anything like that in person. They were extremely active when I went there. Yeah, we did. That was a good day. Um, and then cool. number one is the monkeys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, AKA Gibbons. The Gibbons. See, the monkeys are great when they're on. I've been there. The day that we went, they were really on. I've been back there a couple times since. There's like one or two out, and they're kind of swinging around. Nothing like that day that we went. Right. Sure. They probably had a late night. That, that I forgot went. about the flamingos, though. That's a good call. So if you take uh, all three of our uh, choices, choices, then I think the the monkeys slash gibbons win for sure. Yeah. Uh, best exhibit is the first one of the first exhibits at the Nashville Zoo at Grasmere. And if you want to check out our full response to that episode, it is episode nineteen. Came out in uh, July of last year. So what's it called again? Uh, rar. <laughs> is that wrong? I think you're um, not rolling that last R enough. <laughs> rar. Real quick, though, I also want to shout out the, um, their uh, boo at the zoo or whatever it's called here. Is that what it was called? Yeah, boo at the zoo. Boo at the zoo. We all went to that. That was pretty on point this year. Um, and then the zoo illumination. You guys, oh boy, did you go to that? I mean, no, I, I went. Think. It was incredible. Yeah, um, it was really cool. And you would think like you're, you're like, ah, oh, it's some lights, but man, they. It's like the Chinese Lantern Festival, yeah. right? And That's it's cool. over the top how like big it is and intricate. So and yeah, the kids seemed to really like it. I mean, they got kind of sick of it after a while. But then they had the huge Santa Village. That, it, I don't know. It was um, the it, zoo does it up. This was before the coronavirus became big. Oh, a quick shout out to the uh, Mexican restaurant. Plaza Mariachi. Plaza, Plaza Mariachi. Yeah. That might come up later on in this episode, actually. So let's go into our next category. This this dates back, actually, to April 8th, 2019. That is almost a year for, uh, you know, a year ago. But episode number five, which we called Filmed in Nashville. Yeah. And this was... Our lowest listened to episode, people out there. Lowest <laughs> listened to episode. But if you are a new listener to Raising Nashville podcast, I listened to it today, and it could be our funniest episode. So Ooh. if you like comedy, I would ask you to revisit Filmed in Nashville episode number five. He so- has a great taste in humor, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> So what we're going to do for this best of Raising Nashville podcast episode is we're going to rank the top three movies filmed in Nashville. Right. Um, Number three on my list is uh, it's a little known movie called Cumberland Conspiracy. I would check it out. Uh, Number two. I'll allow it. <clears throat> okay. Number two is uh, is also a little known film called The Bears. And number one on my list is uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Also a little known film. <laughs> probably more well known in the Southeast. <laughs> sure. Uh, one of the films that made Jim Barney very famous as Ernest P. Worrell. Uh, those first two, you might have to do a little digging to find. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it sure will. Especially the bears. Okay, so for me, I went outside the box a little bit and broke the rules. And uh, number three for me is the Nashville television show, just because that shit was so big and brought so many people to town, I feel like. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, number two, Country Strong, a movie that old boy still insists he's never seen. Never. Doesn't remember. And number one, Ernest Goes to Jail. Because I think that was that filmed in Nashville. Yeah, all Ernest movies were filmed. That's right. All Ernest movies filmed in Nashville. I think that's a superior movie because Ernest plays evil Ernest. Also, oh yeah, that's right. All right. So if you don't remember this, or if you are new to Raising Nashville podcast, go back and check out episode five. We talk about movies filmed in Nashville over time. They include movies like Coal Miner's Daughter. Aren't you going to rank yours? I am. But oh, that's it. They no. They include movies like Coal Miner's Daughter, Gummo, Last Castle, Matrix, Country Strong, Walk the Line, and I am going to rank mine. Number three, I'm going with Juicebox as number two, Country Strong. I think we agreed that it was a really good film, uh, I, I ultimately. Re- I remember enjoying it. I feel it. like we, you guys are fucking with me. No, we're not. We thought that it was going to be terrible, but it ended up being pretty good. Number two, Coal Miner's Daughter. It's one of my favorite films of all time, Tommy Lee Jones. What's and- his name in that? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You can't just put me on the spot like that. Yeah, he's uh, Patsy Klein's husband. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Loretta Lynn. I'm getting this mixed up with a Hallmark movie. Uh, Loretta Lynn's husband. Um, number one, I'm going with Ernest Scared Stupid. So we can all agree that number one on our list, Ernest Scared Stupid was actually filmed in East Nashville in Five Points, which is an incredible movie and you know, whole genre of movies starring Ernest P. Whirl, a.k.a. Jim Varney. We are big fans here on Nash- Raising Nashville Podcast. Damn right. Tommy Lee Joe's name, Doolittle Lynn? How could you forget that? I just remembered. <laughs> Mr. Lynn. Weird is married to Patsy Klein. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm about to rewatch that movie. All right. Up next on Raising Nashville Podcast Best of Episode, we, a couple of episodes back, we actually did uh, kids' birthday party ideas because we needed a filler episode. So we decided to throw out our favorite places to host a kid's birthday party in Nashville because as parents, it is not easy. Never. Um, to find something that is going to continuously excite your kids. So we threw out uh, birthday party ideas, locations, and now we're going to rank them. Okay, I'll go ahead. So number three, if you have to throw your kid a birthday party. (laughs) It's very true. I I picked a place called Urban Air. It's out in Old Hickory. My kid loves it. It is pretty cool, actually. It's like an air park, and you can do a bunch of adults can do this stuff, too. It's got obstacle courses. It's a blast. What's the odds of an adult breaking a leg or a tendon? I tried to break, to break something of, and I, I dude, everything's like padded. It's it's actually kind of it's a lot of fun. All right. Um. Also, the park. You know, just a park. Just a park. Okay. Find a you know a get there early and find a shelter. And number three, I put a uh, laser quest or laser tag <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Okay, downtown Laser Quest. That's where uh, if we don't, if if I'm not mistaken, we brought up on. uh, It's called "I'll Cry If I Want To." Is our 44th episode that I had my 30th birthday party at Laser Quest downtown. Yeah, 
Um, for me, number three, Laser Quest. Number two, Sound Waves, if you can afford it. Number one, Chuck E. Cheese or any type of place that has animatronics that sing. Yeah. Fair enough, because that's very nostalgic. Uh, I went with uh, Chuck E. Cheese number three because it's got to be in there. You know, if we had it when we were kids, you got to let your kids know what we went through. Everybody's child will have a birthday there, I feel like. That is correct. It's an so, easy yeah. place. Um, number two was that impact sports that I brought up on episode 44, where you can have nerf wars, mm-hmm. um, you can climb walls, you can do all kinds of stuff in impact sports down there in, uh, cool Springs. And number one, uh, music city indoor karting. If your kid is old enough to drive go-karts, because oh, yeah. that place is absolutely incredible. Is, yeah. So um, laser quest did not make your list. It did not make a list. Exactly. It, if there was a four, it would probably come into that number four spot. So it made both of ours. So what? I guess Chuck E. Cheese is the consensus. It's probably the apex. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll say Chuck E. Cheese wins this this round. But Laser Quest, you were so close. But if you were parents out there and you were looking for ideas, suggestions, and what we went through on kids' birthday parties, check out episode forty-four. I'll cry if I want to. Up next is a big one this is a big one for raising nashville because we have done one year of episodes we are very proud of it we've had many guests on you know yeah we've had a few we have had uh my son asher is Mm -hmm. on for the mcus episode talking about you know marvel cinematic universe and jumping on thanos's body Correct. We had old boy's uh, daughter. daughter, Sam, on for the, was that the downtown? Downtown, downtown yeah. Nashville. Downtown yeah. Nashville. That was a, a big one for her. A little bit over I feel like her we head. had on another episode. We did, and I can't remember what it was. So it, she's she, been on. Juicebox's wife has been on talking about picking schools for your kids. She was also sampled hot chicken with right. us. She did sample. That's right. Um, Shane LaRue. See, we've done this. Uh, we've had Shane LaRue the uh, composer of our theme song for the podcast. He's been mm-hmm. on multiple times. Fact checker Charlie was on for a wrestling episode where we talked about how wrestling started in Nashville. Yeah. But we're we're kind of leaving out one, I, I think our most important special guest on the podcast. And I want to go ahead and see if he is on these lists to see if he came in at number one in any of ours. So without further ado, I want to do best special guest on Raising Nashville podcast year one. All right. Number three, I've got Asher. Number two, I've got Samantha. And number one, I've got Dr. Hay. <laughs> okay. All right. For me, I've got, for number three, I've got Old Boy's Dad, because I love that he came on, talked about Father's Day, and could not remember one gift that he got for Father's yeah. Day. He, like, proved the point that we were talking Damn. about. It was so perfect. Solid. I completely forgot about that. Uh, number two, Dr. Hay, and number one, Dana, obviously. Sure. Oh, you've got to yeah. pick that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's you, you I don't have answer. to pick that. I choose to pick that. You chose okay. well. You choose well. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go number three, Shane LaRue. He's come on our podcast uh, during our Conspiracies episode, and he also went out of his way to take three... <laughs> we sent him downtown. <laughs> we sent him downtown to go on three transportainment oh my God. Uh, things. He did the Pedal Tavern, he did the Music City Party Tub, and he did an old-school horse and carriage. He had um, no fucking idea. I felt so do. bad for him. That's why he is in my top three. <laughs> Uh, number two, fact checker Charlie. Um, I think he did. He brought a really good perspective to the wrestling episode. He knew a lot more than any of us could imagine. And number one is uh, Doctor Hay. Doctor. And Hay. for those of you who are new to our podcast who haven't gone back and listened to some of our episodes, I want 
old boy to kind of explain who Dr. Hay is. Dr. Hay is a evil genius out of China. And we don't he, know that he's evil. Oh, that's right. Well, the People's uh, Republic of China thinks he is. So he is a mad scientist, maybe, and he uh, introduced gene splicing and where he's removing diseases and such from uh, infants and things. That's correct. And he was on one of our earliest episodes ever, and we really appreciate Dr. Hay for coming on and talking to us about gene editing. Yep. Um, and cause it's you, coming, you guys, it is. And if you want to look that up, it was our ninth episode and it came out Dang. in May of last year. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, but nine. Dr. Hayes made a couple of appearances. We had a lot of heavy episodes right off the right, bat. Right we did. early. We talked yep. about gene editing children and Dr. Hay is currently in prison. He is um, trying to arrest He's him. got about two years left. So we're excited to interview him when he gets out, unless we can get inside and infiltrate that prison. All right, so with the best pod, uh, best guests on the podcast out of the way, let's go up next, and we are going to go back into the fall with our transportainment episode. That's right. And where we may, talked about all of the sources of transportainment downtown. In the city of Nashville, it, it is ridiculous. All right, real quick, I thought this was a trick question, so I did not answer it. <laughs> What does that mean? Because I don't have a fucking favorite. I hate all of them. I thought it was, I really did. I thought it was a trick question. Okay. So on December 9th, we released an episode. It's number 35. It's called Transportainment, where we tried to cover, and this is the one where Shane LaRue so generously came on our podcast, and we sent him downtown to test these things out. Yes. Yeah. Everything from the Pedal Tavern to, you know, uh, limousines to school buses with the top cut off. Old boy obviously thought this was a trick question. Juicebox, what do you got for transportainment in Nashville? Uh, Number three, I've got Segway Tours. Okay. Uh, Number two, the original party barge from our The More You Know episode when uh, prostitution was legalized. That's right, yeah. And then number one (laughs) is um, this new one that I heard that's coming out that's a mobile STD treatment truck that just drives around to different bars and gives you a shot for whatever ails you. That is something that Nashville needs. Um, mm. Mobile STD truck. Uh, Man, if I ever mobile STD myself. treatment. It oh, does tre- it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I thought I, I must have had a different idea of what we were doing with this category. Uh, my number three came in at bird scooters, which are becoming obsolete. So that's transportainment to me. And if you go back and listen to our movies filmed in Nashville episode, you will uh, get this idea that we created our own movies that were based in Nashville. And Juicebox uh, has a pretty interesting one involving bird scooters here in Nashville. Number two for me is the Kind of not the OG, but the OG of the last, uh, I'd say, 10 years, the Pedal Tavern. Still uh, you can't it. stop it. It is, an, you know. It's oh, it doesn't a, have brakes? No. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's dangerous. On our episode, it didn't have brakes. Um, but it's an un- unstoppable force. The Pedal Tavern is one of the, it defines transportainment downtown right. to me. But number one, the number one transportainment company, and this is all because of creativity, uh, the you know idea of this and the fact that it actually passed all kinds of codes and it is on the streets today, which is the Music City Party Tub. Um, that's yeah. number one in transportainment Man. because one, they got it to happen. Two, people pay them to get on this vehicle and get in a hot tub 
that somebody used an hour before that. That's um, the mobile STB bus. STD bus. Yeah, you get on that one, then you hop on yours. Real quick, though, I do have an update. Um, ju- this is from WPLN. I heard this on the radio earlier. Um, it's a dude, Tony Gonzalez, was doing the reporting. Mayor Cooper announced Thursday that he has teamed up with State Senator Steve Dickerson to try to give cities more regulatory authority over these transportainment uh, vehicles. vehicles. Okay. Um, because they've been out of control, it says they're causing tremendous headaches. The city is the and the head of the city tourism agency, Butch Spearden. Spearden. Yeah. So they they like is even coming out against it. So like <laughs> basically, they're finally starting to push back against all this stuff, and they're going to either somehow try to start regulating it. And they're like, oh, it's causing a traffic headache. It's like oh. you're just now realizing this. <laughs> like they listened to the episode. Yeah, they I'm did. Sorry. Yeah, it's like I'm sorry. You're the mayor. You're downtown. You see these things, right? right? Like we're right. becoming influential on raising Nashville. All right, fist bump, you guys. That's awesome. So um, anyway, they're going to try to crack down on that. I think. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I mean, I think it brings a level of it sets Nashville apart, and people come here to do things like that. I have no issue with it because I don't drive downtown. They, people come. To I Nashville don't drive to, downtown either, really. So I don't really. Yeah, people come to Nashville sit in traffic. They <laughs> on a vehicle that they have to pedal and bring their own beer on and pay thirty five dollars a person. Man, I, we are the raw business. Yeah, you want to come to Nashville and live like a local? Sit in traffic. Yeah, that's true. All right, so next, I want to go back to episode 28. It is entitled, Something Touched My Leg. Yeah. And it is where we took another field trip as Raising Nashville Podcast. We went out in the community, and we tested out the haunted houses for you. That's right. Dana said we should have named this episode, Something Tickled My Beard. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because that happened. So uh, back in the fall in October, we did a month of... You know, themed episodes all having to do with Halloween. Um, this is one where we went out and we did haunted houses. So, what we want to do on this best of podcast, best of raising Nashville podcast, is we want to rank our top three haunted houses in Nashville. All right. <clears throat> all right. Number three came in at uh, Beast House. Number three? Number three. Uh, number two, it was Nashville Nightmare. And then number one was McCarney Manor. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Oh, great. For me, Nashville Nightmare, number three. No, Yeah, number three. Number two was that one that used to be in Hendersonville that closed out a couple of years ago. I actually thought that was better than Nashville Nightmare when we went there. Sure. Uh, and number one, Beast House. Beast House. I may have gotten Beast House and Nashville Nightmare uh, written down wrong. You might have. Um, so for me, number three, and I like where your head's at, is McCamey Manor. Um, in mm. fact, Juicebox. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it still our most listened to episode? It was for a while there. I don't know. I haven't checked it recently. All right. So we released an episode in December called You Don't Want to Do This. And we covered McCamey Manor, which was the big, you know, around Halloween, it comes out every year. It's the, you know, world's most haunted house. You know, you get $20,000 if you go through it. And apparently a lot of people really are obsessed with the idea of this place that they listen to our podcast a lot so we really appreciate that so number three for me is mckamey manor number two nashville nightmare and number one it's beast house beast house all right next up we are going to do a couple of things that we not we didn't necessarily do on podcasts but as parents we feel obliged to say this out there 
And what I want to start with is best bar without your kids and best bar with your kids. Okay. So best bar without your kids is all of them. And <laughs> I, I'll, that's good. I don't, I don't know. I was conflicted about this. I was like, wait a minute, bars with your kids. When I read this, and I was like bars without your kids. I was like, man, I don't want my kid at any bar. Sure. Um, okay. So, let's, let me open that subject up. Breweries. Um, oh, places with bars involved in them. Um, okay. Well, without your kids, because it's not easy as a parent, you have to take them along certain places. So oh, yeah, well. you want those places to cater to your needs as well as be friendly to them. Okay. I mean, I I I really like. I still like Three Crow. I still like Roberts, and I still like Red Door East. Man, I mean, they still know my name there, and it's it has been five or six years since I hung out. So like Red Door daily. East is number one. Number one. All right. Juice box. And if I ever see my kid in Red Door East, there's going to be a problem. <laughs> you yeah. will eventually. Eventually. At some time. Uh, for me, uh, number three, I can't remember the name of it, but it's that um, secret bar that's in uh, Noel that's like the Christmas bar at Christmas. It's called Hidden Bar. Hidden, that's what it's just. Okay. It's just called Hidden Bar. So Hidden Bar. Um, Old Glory, been open for what, like five or six years now. Yep. I think I still love that place. I, when people come in town, I always take them there. I think it's a great Old Glory is behind like Taco Mamacita yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. the Vanderbilt Edge Hill. neighborhood. Edge Hill. Yep. Is it Edge Hill? It oh, is yeah. Edge Hill. Yep. Um, and then over here, like I really like Rosemary still. I mean, obviously, I, I wrote down Red Door East first. Sure. I okay. Because I mean, it's easy. Yeah. But, you know, outside of that, um, like I said, I, like, I really like Rosemary. All right, so my best bars without your children, um, and I kind of stick on the east side. I've been over here for quite a while. Um, we record a little bit further from the east side, but I'm going to go number three, Mickey's, uh, Mickey's Tavern. In fact, old boy went there with me not last week, two weeks ago, and weeks ago. Uh, he asked where it was, and there is a neon sign in the window that says, this is it, and I just had to point at that. <laughs> um, and number two, classic friends and this oh, goes yeah. back a yeah. long God, way well, how did I even not how did i uh, forget yeah. about fucking friends correct kids Damn. can't get into friends at eight o'clock in the morning so, adults shouldn't be able to get into friends <laughs> that's true friends east side is one of the best karaoke bars and dive spots in all of nashville Pardon and then me. number one for me is the place that raising nashville podcast just absolutely loves we've had two meetups there so far and we hope some we've met some of you listenership out there at this place the red door east is the classic place without your kids in all of nashville it's home yeah it I is mean, it's, it's home you're yeah. right so red door east wins that now on the flip side best bar with your kids <laughs> again this could be breweries it could be uh, corners of restaurants it could be any kind of place that serves alcohol that your kids are also welcome at yeah well see like i put down oh charlie's like I <laughs> you go to oh charlie's very often? <laughs> Not, never actually I, I i don't really drink around my kid even i mean i don't know so sure. I, I, i'm kind of i put chuck e cheese because i think on that episode you said that you could drink at chuck e cheese so they I'm used like, to have pictures of beer i'm not sure i can't verify anymore so maybe i'll start having birthday parties uh, and then boom buys. I know. Uh, I mean, I've drank some beer there while kids run around and do stuff. So yeah, actually, boom buys is a very good call. Boom buys is number one on my list. I thought it's an easy one. And then I had Southern Grist as number two, but that's more or less because it's like over here on this side, or you know, right. the east east side tap room is over here. Um, and then I don't even have a three because I feel like it's just 
uh, maybe like Nobles or something, but just sure. any type of restaurant, bar. Yeah. The, I don't know. Yeah. So my number three um, is Southern Grist because as a brewery, it's great. They have games there. It's family friendly. Um, and they've made that a point since the beginning. Number two, uh, and you're going to have to remind me because it slipped my mind, the Mex- Mexican place next to Plaza Mariachi. Plaza Mariachi. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, you're right, man. That, is, that Kids be can run one. around. The atmosphere is amazing. You know, it looks like a, the city of Mexico inside. They always have bands playing. Last time we were there, they had... Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Mexico a lot. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> That's Last time we were there, they had some pretty uh, aerobatic, acrobatic things going on, and it kept the attention of our children. And that is something that you want in a place where you take your children, their attention to something else so you can kind of relax for a minute. Number one is the same as you two. Boomba's Pizza in East Nashville has a playground. It is very friendly. It is an open place. And it started in Louisville, Kentucky, and mm-hmm. now we have a, you know, a they gutted out a church, so it's huge. Yeah. Um, and it is a very fam- family-friendly place. I will go there anytime th- with my children. All right, so let's get back to... I also, I just want to correct you real quick. When you said uh, Plaza Mariachi was acrobatic, I think that I think they were just doing this, like the salsa. <laughs> just dancing, man. No, he's right. There was like people where they um, drop the ribbons down from the ceiling and then they're like spinning around Spit, on like it. Like Cirque they du Soleil just, they just stuff. Straight up in the middle of people eating dinner, they just no drop one from the ceiling and started doing it right in the middle of the floor. Like, right damn. in front of our table. Then I've insane. been corrected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was insane. Damn. You would have been in awe. Um, Sounds cool. All right. So let's get out of kids and back to Nashville because, you know, we talk about different things on Raising Nashville podcast. We're going to go back to May 12th, 2019, episode. Episode 10, the title of the episode was From Prevalence to Pedal Taverns, The History of Lower Broadway. Some of that episode we focused on a couple of different things. We want to get into them right now. One, let's just get into it because this is a big uh, topic in Nashville. Okay. When you get on Lower Broadway, you notice neon signs, you know, you notice... You know, plenty of lights, plenty of music in every single bar. So people let's, throwing up, p- people throwing up, getting kicked in the balls. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Um, you know, you notice alleys, you notice all the all the people and tourism downtown. What is your best honky tonk? All right, uh, start with number three, Kid Rock's Big Donkey Honky Tonk. Number two, Second Fiddle. Big and num- that's not what it's called. <laughs> Number one, it did. What no. do you mean? It's it says big. There's a picture of a donkey, and it says honky tonk. It's big. It's clearly Kid Rock's well, big I donkey. I'll be able to see it any other way. <laughs> clearly, all right. Oh and number one is Roberts. Always, yeah. dude. Roberts, Bobby's. Okay, so for me, Layla's number three. Roberts, number two. Two? I'm going outside the box on this one, you guys. I'm going D's is the fucking best honky-tonk in town. There you go. Yeah. Okay. so like, you... It's not on Broadway, but I would put it up against, I'm gonna say, I'd say it's more authentic. It's a more authentic honky-tonk than anything downtown except for maybe Roberts. Sure. No, I completely agree with that. And for those of you out there that... Uh, aren't familiar with the Madison neighborhood of Nashville? That's D's Country Cocktail Lounge. Um, yeah, it is oh, a yeah. '70s themed 
honky tonk that sits right behind a sex shop and a donut shop in Madison. So it is very authentic. Very old Nashville. It, it is very old Nashville. And uh, it's great, man. Get good prices on out on drinks. There's different people playing like every three hours, every night. Like true. It is. I've seen some incredible music there. We've, I mean, you saw Margot Price there I on did. a Monday night. I saw, you know, Paul Cawthon there. I've seen a bunch of surprise Marcus King band. I mean, I've seen a bunch of very good artists play D's because they know that that is the spot right now. Yeah. And as Madisonians, is that what we call ourselves? We're very proud no. to have that in our neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. I no. don't call myself that. All right, so my top three honky tonks. Uh, I'm actually going with old boy on this one, Kid Rocks, and the reason that I'm going Kid Rocks is because there is a fourth level to Kid Rocks that not many people know about, and That's we've right. talked about it on this podcast quite a bit. It is the biggest hidden gem in all of Nashville, Tennessee. You go to the fourth level of Kid Rocks. Big ass honky tonk and steakhouse. I'm pretty sure that that's what it's called, <laughs> but you might have changed my I mind. Don't, I don't know. You will find that tribute to Joe C, which is that elusive tribute to Joe C, which was Kid Rock's right hand man uh, back when he was touring before he died. Um, and he has a big tribute on the fourth floor. So if you're out there listening to this episode, please go downtown and check that out. Number I, two for me. I think I think we're not supposed to be talking about that anymore, actually. It's supposed to be kind of like a hidden gem. Oh, is it? That yeah. Like but, the hidden bar at Noel? It, I think it's supposed to be more hidden than that, maybe, but we'll see. Okay. Know. We we did get Sorry. A me- we did get a message about to stop telling people about that. But. Okay, I I apologize. Don't go to Kid Rocks and don't seek out the fourth floor. Um, all right. So number two for me is the wheel. It has always been kind of a staple to me. And number one, I mean, let's go. It's Roberts. It's Bob's. it is the big Indian painting on the wall. It is the fried bologna sandwiches. It's the recession special. It is plenty of nights. You know, before and after concerts at the Ryman, it is yeah. it is historic. You know, Roberts is Nashville. Most authentic music downtown in a world of cover country. They play rockabilly. You know, you picture, you know, white T-shirts, cigarettes rolled up in your sleeves, slap basses. Roberts is it for me. Um, yeah, sweet. no, you're you're right. And it, I mean, it's tied for number one for me. But I just, I feel like D's is like more authentic at this point than a lot of places downtown. It's very point. true. All right, so to end this podcast today, we've enjoyed kind of ranking our best ofs. You know, you hear best ofs out there. These are our best ofs. What I want to do, since this is our one-year anniversary, it's a big deal to all of us, is I want to rank the best podcasts that we've put out this year. If you could tell someone that you know about Raising Nashville podcast and you say, man, I heard this great podcast about these three dads. They're talking about raising their children. They're talking about Nashville. They're talking about pop culture. What is the one episode that you would suggest that they listen to first? The more you know episode, because I feel like we all we all have like equal parts of it and it's i think it's very well rounded we're in our groove it's just i think it very it, it's us and the more you know episode for those of you who have not heard that yet uh it came out in january we talk about three things that people might not know about nashville it involved the uh legal, legalization of prostitution yeah it involved the fact that Jimi hendrix recorded and kind of started his professional career here in nashville right and it talked about uh, prohibition and the fact that the very first 
incident that caused prohibition started in Nashville. It's a very interesting episode if you're looking to check something out. Uh, well, that's my favorite episode also that I think people should listen to. I feel like everybody, I, I don't know, all of us really brought it on there. I had to do the least amount of editing on that episode. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it's always a plus. <laughs> that's definitely that's not why it's my number one episode. I just thought it, I don't know. I like that one a lot. I think everybody should listen to it. That is uh, great. If I were to pick an episode, I'm going to go back to episode number five. We've talked about it earlier in this episode. This is called Filmed in Nashville because, again, it is a, it, it from start to finish, it is nothing but comedy. And if you really enjoy movies like we three do, um, I think that's where we're really on our game. We, okay. you know, we haven't hit the stride. We've done plenty of great stuff, but that is probably one of my favorite personal favorites. And if you uh, like Ernest, you'll probably like that episode. If yes, and I really like Ernest. Um, with that being said, we've been doing this for a year. We again want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, you Can I give an honorable mention to a couple other episodes? Absolutely, I yeah, I would like to also. Because I mean, beyond just the more you know episode, which is great, uh, I think the transportainment episode is great. I feel like we, I don't know, it, it was light, it was fun. Having Shane go downtown to experience these things and call in, incredible. I, mean, I can't believe he did it, but uh, I don't know. It, it was entertaining for me, and then. Uh, our first conspiracy episode, Tin Tinfoil Hat Number One, also very fun. Are I, you pushing these because they're the most listened to? No, I'm not. Because okay. I don't, I don't think Transportainment is one of our more Bigger listened ones. to episodes. They're just personally for me, like my favorite episodes that I've probably listened to more than any of the other ones. The uh, I really, I also want to throw out the the cabin, the witch, and the wardrobe episode. Maybe not for the episode itself. I had a lot of fun doing the episode, but I had a lot of fun on the field trip. I had a, sure. Yeah, I, that's what I was just thinking about when we were talking about it. Like, I had a blast doing our Halloween episodes. Yeah, that, that was a, a good month. And then I also think that our Splice of Life episode where we had Dr. Hay on, the gene editing, for me, I felt like our, our first eight episodes are good, but I felt like when I listened to that one, I was like, all right, I think, we, I think we're back to me, I felt like that's when we hit our groove. Sure. Yeah, well, we were still figuring it out at the beginning there. Okay, so if I could th throw another one out. And there, let me let me preface this by saying the reason that I put out Filmed in Nashville because Juicebox told me that it's our least listened to episode <laughs> yet. And I want you to go back and revisit that. You want to bump um, it up. I also really enjoyed sheltering our exploration. Um, yeah. Because it, it, it brought together... The story of uh, my mom and her paddle, which has <laughs> yeah. been a, a consistent, yeah, a consistent uh, kind of topic that we bring up, um, and and just some of the things where we get personal, and we tell stories about ourselves, and right. that's what we've we've gotten feedback that that is something that people really enjoy, and I really enjoy talking about that and just opening it up to you because I'm an open book. I'm not holding anything back here. If you've been listening, you probably have picked up on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sure but it, again, go back and listen to some of the stuff. We've really enjoyed it. This is our one. We've done this for a year. Are we doing it for another year? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. As, as long as Juice Box probably. keep listening to us. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, I'll just do less and less editing as, as it goes on. Um, I do want to say, though, yeah, we've got a couple of really awesome episodes coming up over the next couple of weeks. So, you know, we're not slowing down now that we got to a year. You know, we're not... We're not always going to be doing the heavy hitting episodes. We're not always going to be talking about gene editing and, you know, YouTube brainwashing your kids and, you know, <laughs> scary stuff. Yeah. So, it, you know, we're going to have some light stuff and we're going to have some fun stuff. And um, 
yeah, stay tuned. Absolutely. We've got some big stuff coming up for you guys. As always, feel free, wherever you find your podcast, wherever you're listening to us today, take 30 seconds out of your day to you know click on that website and uh, like us rate us leave a comment you know go on our socials at raising nashville podcast uh, leave us a message something that you want us to cover in the future we might pick up on that yeah absolutely um we would be happy to give you a shout out and cover your subject and potentially you know give you a call and see what your opinion on it is but we really enjoy doing this so again wherever you find us feel free uh like do your thing yeah uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening if you don't have children have one have one catch up yeah we want you to know what we go through yeah the fear <laughs>